are listening to Tarot Podcast Chick, and I wanted to talk about something really cool as we experience this super moon today on February 18th, 2019. Not only is this super moon transitioning itself from Aries into Virgo, but we are also noticing a really big transition from the minor planet of Chiron. Now Chiron is a part of the small solar system body orbiting the sun between Saturn and Uranus. And it was officially discovered in 1977 and it adds some really valuable insight to our astrological mindset when it comes to our sun and our moon and all the rest of the beautiful signs of the zodiac, okay? So when we think about Chiron, Chiron was uh, just leaving the last sign of the zodiac, which is the most intuitive sign of Pisces, that beautiful water, and entering into the fire of Aries, the first sign of the zodiac. Now it was in Pisces for about eight years, um, from May 2010 and completely into Pisces as it did retrograde into Aquarius a little bit there um, in March 2011. And some believe that it will transition fully out of Pisces as it's still sort of in the Pisces sun currently into Aries in March 2019. But today will really officially mark its um, place in Aries as it visits all the way until April 14th, 2027. Now, Chiron is known as the healer planet, and I really love that. It helps us to find our voices and uses them to transform others. Now, when it was in Pisces, that beautiful introspective, psychic sign, uh, true healing water sign of Pisces, we were there for several years and we did a lot while in Pisces. So let's talk a little bit about the past and a little bit about the future and what you can take from this healer minor planet of Chiron. Now, Oscar Wilde once said, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. Oh, I love that so much. And if you really think about these last several years, we've really honed the idea of self-care. We've taken out that feeling of guilt and that feeling of selfishness and really allowed ourselves to be selfless and to really take good care of ourselves. really understanding that without bringing ourselves to our highest vibration, we're really not any help to anyone else. So let's think about this a little bit deeper. Now, according to Greek mythology, Chiron was a philosopher, teacher, and a healer who ironically could not heal himself. Now, Chiron's placement in our natal charts, as well as it transits through planets such as Pisces and now Aries, can reveal a core wound that may take a lifetime to work through. Don't stress out about this, Chiron is also a, a secret power. As you grapple with pain, you gain wisdom that you can pass on to others like a magical, magical wand. Now, in fact, the symbol for Chiron is shaped like a key since unlocking his powers opens up a portal to deep inner peace.
So you'll definitely want to find where Chiron is in your birth chart and get a little bit more of an introspection about how this minor planet affects you and what you can really work on and maybe what you have been working on through Pisces and now through Aries. Now, Chiron orbits between two intensely oppositional planets, uptight, restrictive Saturn and liberated revolutionary Uranus. His role as the metaphysical mediator can help us synthesize the energy of both. Where do we hold ourselves back is a question that Saturn will always ask us. And where can we be destructively rebellious is a question that Uranus will always ask us in return. We must understand both extremes in order to find the middle ground. Now in astrology and the rising of Kundalini, I love this book by author Barbara Han Clow as she refers to Chiron as the rainbow bridge between Saturn and Uranus. Now aptly named since integrating the full spectrum of emotions is the key to wholeness. Now while Chiron generally stays in one zodiac sign for eight years, when he enters Saturn's orbit, he can buzz through a single sign in under two years. It's up to him whether he wants to undergo um, staying in one planet or moving on to others. So kind of thinking about it as outpatient surgery or opt for a longer course of therapy. Now, since Chiron takes approximately 49 years to journey through all 12 zodiac signs, we all go through a Chiron return about age 50. Now at this point, core wounds may rear up for another round of cosmic therapy, especially if we've resisted doing any deeper self-examination. Now, of course, there's always farther to go. Between ages 49 and 51, the Chiron return will certainly insist upon soul searching. It will check if we've quote unquote done our work. We may be called into leadership roles that allow us to spread our wisdom and flex our healing gifts at this time if we have healed between those ages. So the last time Chiron was in Aries was between 1968 and 1976. However, we didn't discover this minor planet until 1977. So as we transition, Chiron sets a tone for universal healing. What wounds do we as a world need to deal with together? So let's take a look at Chiron's most recent journey through spiritual esoteric Pisces, the water sign that rules healing and escape. And this all began in April 2010, as I mentioned. And if we really think about it, that entire wellness movement really took off during this time and is really truly presenting itself in present day, i.e. this podcast, right? So from the popularity of juice bars, yoga studios, Oprah Super Soul Sunday, guided meditations, Deepak Chopra, all those things, Whole Foods, health food stores, all the things that we now look at as being just a part of our paradigm. We've all really been risen to this higher vibration. Now, simultaneously, we are painfully present to the shadow of Chiron and Pisces, which also rules institutions like jails and hospitals and governs our addictive tendencies. So we have to also remember that 
we have this distressed healthcare system to an opioid crisis here in the US, there are still wounds to be addressed. So we'll still be grappling with the identity while Chiron transitions through Aries on a worldwide level. So thinking about the fact that we have these polarizations, on one hand, we have people who are um, at a higher vibration, they want to be healthy, they want to be mind, body, spirit connected, but then at the same time, we have um, the highest um, instances when we think about addictions and compulsions and escapism, and we're really living at the lower polarity of that opposite. And I love transitioning this and tying it back into row. Um, because when you think about the tarot deck, um, the upright and the reverse, it's really in most cases the higher polarity or the higher vibration of the reading and the lower the opposite. And that's true of all things. Everything has that yin-yang effect. And that's why I really love the study of all of this. Now, you can ask yourself, where do I belong? Or do I even need or want to fit in? And this is really where Chiron starts to enter into Aries. And we really are starting to ask ourselves these questions. How can I maintain my individuality and still be a part of a group? So if you're a type A overachiever, who can't leave the house without everything perfect and put together, you're going to get yourself ready for an, <laughs> a total uh, existential, existential crisis here. Chiron and Aries will really start to question who you are, will really ask you to find your individuality in a huge, huge way over the next several years. But don't freak out, it is definitely long overdue. But Think about it this way. We are kind of guarded by our own inner critic. And just like, you know, you think about Snapchat, taking those filters off, what voices come up in your head? Get acquainted with your own self-depreciating thoughts and then neutralize them so you can replace them with empowering affirmations. And that's really what these next several years are going to be all about. I really love that. So the goal of Chiron and Aries is not to achieve a narcissistic idea of self. It's rather to think of the next nine years as a beautiful opportunity to understand and love every voice that makes up the chorus of your personality, okay? So I really love what Lao Tzu says where he says, because one accepts oneself, the whole world accepts him or her. So interestingly, Chiron was originally classified as an asteroid but has gone through an identity crisis of his own. He's now considered part of a class of bodies orbiting between the asteroid belt and the Cooper belt and he has been leveled up to a minor planet status while simultaneously being categorized as a comet. Meanwhile, there are talks of calling him a dwarf planet like his bro Pluto. But whatever his planetary pedigree, understanding his influence can be downright medicinal. So we're gonna have a shift from me to we. Rugged individualism, which has long been the mantra of the Western world, could hit its limits as oceans are polluted with plastic packaging, greenhouse gases, threatening to melt the polar ice caps and the economic divide widens. While mine might be Aries' favorite word, Chiron and Aries will push the 
for innovation instead of overconsumption. Rather than crowding racks with excessive merchandise, savvy retailers may soon allow shoppers to customize items on the spot through some sort of, let's say, 3D printing and high-speed knitting machines that are gaining popularities in countries like Japan. So when we think about Chiron and Aquarius and Pisces where it was previously, the Wounded Healers Tour of Physical Aries will make for some R&R. And no, I do not mean relaxation. I mean reality. Reality will become this amazing in vogue idea for us. Instead of living vicariously through YouTubers, for instance, we anticipate a resurgence of live events like open mic nights and interactive sports or perhaps another upgrade to the escape rooms that Chiron and Pisces popularize. <laughs> so the Ram is also an aggressive warrior, but with Chiron travelers, um, or Chiron is traveling this field where they're saying fight or flight, um is up that mentality is done so drawing guns dropping bombs putting our up our dukes the world can't handle much more of that chiron and aries is here to heal the wounded masculine remembering that pisces is all about that feminine energy aries is all about that masculine energy and that wounded masculine which has fueled centuries of bloody destruction and devastation is now hopefully going to have this resurgence and this beautiful beautiful um, closure over the next several years it's going to be really interesting to watch it play out simultaneously chiron and aries may also reveal where fear of conflict is keeping us stuck in self-destructive patterns yes there's a time to fight for our rights but is there a way to do so that doesn't involve domination violence one-upping and power mongering well Chiron in Aries is going to really inquire us to look into this. So I really love this idea, everyone. This is going to be really awesome and interesting to think about it. Remembering that we have so much self-discovery to do, and these are beautiful, beautiful um, ways, just like the tarot, to continue to get us to understand our wounded selves, our intuition, who we are, give us direction and keep us from, I think, um, not being present for lack of better idea. Um, so let's enjoy this super moon today, this energy of Chiron, gracefully leaving the feminine of Pisces, that beautiful energy that gave us such beautiful polarization into Aries, which will give us a whole new idea of polarized energy. And let's see where it takes us. Thank you for listening. Namaste.